there. How's it going, everybody? That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another episode of the Animation A-Team. But this is kind of a crossover episode because we're talking about uh, a little bit of controversy in the in the realm of animation at the moment. And um, I think when you think about American animation, a few key shows pop up and undeniably one of those is The Simpsons. Um, you know, one of those staple animations that everyone is familiar with, whether or not they've actually watched the show or they've just seen GIFs or they've seen even like some of those really weird memes that are popping up now. But regardless, in some way, shape or form, you're probably familiar with The Simpsons. So we're going to dive into that very yellow world um, and discuss The Simpsons today. I am your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is... Tanner Kinney. And... Courtney Tuckman. And this is this is going to be our last animation A team together. Yep. Me and Courtney have been world. on. Yeah, we're graduating. We're going off into the world, but the show will go on. We will have a new host and expect a new season uh, when the fall comes back around, and we once again have access to this magical realm that is the podcasting room. So be sure to tune in for that. I'll but still be here. Tanner it will be here. Be. Tanner, yes, you yes. better be here. You've signed a contract. Your soul is ours what? as an organization. Oh, is that what the blood contract was for? Yeah, yeah. You didn't know? Yeah, I mean, oh. there was blood, there well, was chanting. Do people actually read the terms of use? Yeah. This no. isn't sa- We're talking about The Simpsons, not South Park. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. So The Simpsons has never been on that same level of, like, South Park controversy, but it does... It was for its time. It was for its time, certainly. I mean, Simpsons started back in the 80s in the 80s it was uh like a spinoff of some other show on fox Mm -hmm. right and it like simpsons itself basically created fox as like a network in terms of like actual television shows and not just news Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and when it started it it kind of was south park for its time like people couldn't believe the go- like oh Bart Simpson was just such oh, a man. terrible role model. He so edgy. On television. Oh, even uh, even I think, it, I think it was Ray- <laughs> President Reagan. I think who was like we want Americans to be more like I don't know like the Brady Bunch. I can't remember the exact quote. The Brady like, and <laughs> less <laughs> like the Simpsons. That was like something he was like famous for saying. Um, so yeah, people back in the day like the Simpsons was yeah. Yeah, highly controversial. And it's <laughs> clear that modern animation has springboarded off of what The Simpsons has already established for itself in terms of like parroting like current events and uh, you know not taking things as seriously, but also discussing things that are very controversial. Yeah, it really kind of was the first model for how adult animation should work. It's got to be like inappropriate it's got to have swearing it's got to be topical that's pretty much all the uh, animation you see made for adults today yeah and yet the simpsons is relatively tame and it hasn't really like shifted at all (laughs) like it stayed basically the same in terms of like its level of content but it's just that things have become so just insane now with uh with you know south park that was a very big jump from relatively tame sitcom parody to what is happening on my television screen. I don't yeah. know if I like it or not. Yeah, and and it definitely gets to the point of like not 
like where is the line in terms of animation because animation is unique in the fact that you can do a lot on screen that you wouldn't be able to do with live action like a lot of like graphic violence or sexual things etc that are considered acceptable when it comes in an animation form as compared to uh, an actual like live action and one of those things is like these creation of characters um, that go across like a really wide range of like what they are stereotypes etc that just I don't think would work in live action it would it would come up as a lot more problematic and like you said Tanner the Simpsons has kind of stayed um, the same for a long time like it's it's basic formula of what actually happens within the show it hasn't like gone like varied as much as I think shows like South Park or even Family Guy has Family Guy is just a bad example just uh... in a way The Simpsons has sort of jumped the bandwagon a couple times especially in recent years a lot of people are like they should kind of like the same way people say Spongebob like they should just cancel oh, it because it's not yeah. original anymore Case in point, when Lady Gaga was, like, the focal point of an episode and Lisa was, like, suddenly really into Lady Gaga and... Well, that seems like marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's... Bit. But, you know, that's not what the original Simpsons was about. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of those shows that has been going on long enough that, like, an identifiable, like, golden age was. Like, I think the 90s were definitely, like, oh, yeah. the Simpsons' golden age. Yeah. And I think really from what I've seen and I, I don't profess to be a huge Simpsons fan I've only seen a handful of episodes um, I know I'm a How terrible dare. person I'm, I'm awful I know it I, at least I acknowledge it but The Simpsons after the movie I think is has kind of been like sl- the- gradually downhill since it started before the movie the yeah. movie was actually like the highest point it had been at for a really long time That that's actually true now that I think about it because I was thinking about it and I was like yeah the movie was kind of like it started getting worse after that but then I was like well, if it got worse, that means it actually got better with the movie. And I remember really enjoying the movie, and at the time I was watching The Simpsons with my dad. Mm. So I, all those episodes that were like new and coming out on Fox, I'd watch them with him. And I, I was a dumb kid. I didn't know what was going on, but it was still really dull. Mm. The movie's a classic. We know, clap for Alaska. Clap for we Alaska. Know, we, know, we all know the line. I was elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> Some of those quotes are like really relevant to today, too. And that's another thing I want to touch on briefly before we get into the core issue that's happening with The Simpsons right now is that The Simpsons has been on long enough that it has predicted the future several times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of terrifying. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, in, in the amount of accuracy, like in a much earlier episode, I don't. I don't know if it was like even in the 90s it was like maybe early 2000s but it had like this clip of like Donald Trump who is running for president in the show like mm-hmm. waving on a uh, like an escalator and that exact thing happened during that this was last the show election. Try- it's the Simpsons. The show was trying to say like this would be ridiculous if this happened in real life. But unfortunately real life is now a cartoon. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, I th- there's like a scene where like it's like Lisa becomes president and it's like, well, we inherited a pretty big like national deficit from President Trump's time. And it's like that was supposed to be a joke, but that's like where we're at now. We're there now. Yep. It's it's kind of crazy. And like even way back in the 90s, there was like this whole thing. It's like they predicted like the Twin Towers because there was like an ad with the towers and then there was a plane in the distance or something like that, which I think is kind of like that's stretching it reaching because it's like without 
the information that we have now, looking at that, it's just like it's just a plane. It's just a plane. So, that Sim- to so be the there. Simpsons did nine eleven. Yes, that's <laughs> what we're getting at here, guys. That's what really happened. I knew it. Oh my gosh, Alex it's, Jones was wrong. Oh my gosh, it wasn't. No, it was the frogs that were turned gay, and then they radicalized because of that. So they flew the plane, the frogs. Oh, no. It was oh, a collection no. of frogs together. What are we talking about again? Yeah, Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons, right. So, <laughs> Simpsons. So, uh, in The Simpsons, there's, uh, I mean, how many characters are there even? There's a lot of characters. So many. That appear Jinx. in various times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I remember, like, freshman year during, like, the poster sale, there was, like, a poster that has, like, all the characters in it. And I bet it's not even technically all the characters. Because no. it disregarded, like, celebrity appearances and stuff. Can I just say... I played an app called Tapped Out for like two and a half years or so, um, and it was basically it was kind of your like run of the mill freemium city builder game, but mm-hmm. with um, like mobile phone game with Simpsons characters. And there, I was still there were like hundreds upon hundreds of unlockable characters, and I didn't even come close to getting them all. Not even just like including like human characters, but animal characters right. too. I mean, Spider Pig, Spider Pig, uh, Officer K Nine, uh, uh, Santa's little helper, Snowball Two, Snowball One. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot within The Simpsons, but um, some of the characters that are recurring uh, become very memorable, and one of those characters is our favorite manager owner of a convenience store Apu mm-hmm. whose last name I will not attempt to butcher but it's like stereotypically long Indian name because he is a stereotypical Indian man at least definitely for the time that it came out you know it was the the prevalent stereotype of the day when it came to Indian people was like they run the corner store and they're very cheap and they're going to try to like sell you hot dogs that have been dropped on the floor at one point or another, and they have that very thick, thick accent. And they have huge families. Huge families. Huge. I mean, like he has I, octuplets. Octuplets. <laughs> Jeez. And yeah, and just assign any like Indian stereotype you can have, and that's Apu. <laughs> that's what's happening there. And I think. The thing was is that at the time it's like that wasn't like necessarily super edgy because I don't think really in the 90s I think things were like getting more like hey that's a little problematic maybe we shouldn't have that like maybe like the crows in Dumbo like if you think back on that his name was Jim Crow it was Jim and the crows and they were like very supposed to be like caricatures mm-hmm. like no, it was comedy. it was mm, it was like practically <laughs> minstrel but like <laughs> that's that kind of thing was more like oh we recognize that as kind of weird at this point whereas more subtle things that weren't like outright racism were like more acceptable like apu like people didn't think like there weren't people calling for apu to be taken off tv but the simpsons has been on for so long and now we are into 2018 and Apu is still where he has always been with a million kids at the corner store being cheap with his very thick accent. That very thick accent is being done by a white dude that's voicing him as well. So. It's just like my dad. Yay. Yeah, there's, I, there, everyone has their same, like, Indian accent that they do. 
Not everyone. But yeah. Tanner's dad certainly does. <laughs> he won't listen to this. He doesn't no. know what to do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he won't know. But <laughs> so we have a problem with Apu still being on television. Um, in fact, there is a documentary called The Problem with Apu, which was done by an American Indian man. Um, his name, he's a comedian. His name is uh, Hari Kondabolu. And he's, he, says that Apu is kind of like his nemesis because it's like this was the only representation of someone that looked like him on television that people could identify immediately and kind of like he says that you know his documentary is a comedic cultural expose questioning how this controversial caricature was created burrowed its way into the hearts and minds of Americans and continues to exist intact 28 years after his creation and so, like, there's a whole bunch of interviews that he does in this uh, documentary that came out last July, I believe. So it's it's been a year since this has become, like, a trending hashtag at some point. And, like, talking, he speaks with, like, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, who did, like, a... Um, so y'all know, like, Looney Tunes, and Looney Tunes is ancient. Lo- Looney Tunes is older than dirt. Yeah, yeah, Looney Tunes is older than we'll ever be able to remember. But, um, and so naturally, there's some there's some stereotypes that aren't that great <laughs> within <laughs> some of older episodes. But is, that, is it stereotypes or just blatant racism? Blatant racism. Definitely blatant racism, but um, at the beginning of like a collection of a lot of different like Looney Tunes, um, Golden Age um, animations that were put together, there's a voiceover by Whoopi Goldberg explaining how um, they decided not to edit out these these instances of blatant racism because that would be acknowledging, that would be like saying that it never existed where it really did. Whereas looking at it now, we recognize the problem. It's the same thing with older Disney moments of racism, like with the Jim Crow. Jim and the Crows. Gosh, that's they're they're remaking Dumbo. I'm really curious what's going to happen. They're with not that. gonna keep that in. No. I, I hope I wanna see if they do. I wanna see if they have the stones. Oh no. Oh, no. Just I mean, keep it in perfectly well, like the same. Like Song of the South or the oh, yeah. Native Americans in Peter Pan. Yeah. How did the Ren Man get red? There's like a song about that in Peter Pan. It's like mm, that's, a, that's a little problematic, don't you think? Yeah, that's okay. I'm certain. I'm certain Disney's gotten better with representing Native Americans, like in everyone's favorite movie, The Lone Ranger. Yeah, with uh, with Depp. that iconic Native American <laughs> or in actor, the Johnny live Depp. Live action Peter Pan that totally didn't cast a white woman to play. <gasps> they did do that. Yeah. I mean, she's was, like, was that Disney though? Was it? Or maybe it wasn't. I feel like it was a different like production studio think, that wasn't Disney. I think Peter Pan might be old enough that it's like open. No, like or the live it? action Peter Pan. It was just like was called that Pan. That yeah. I don't think. I remember watching it, maybe part it wasn't of it. Disney. It was Nevertheless. Yeah. That wasn't worth the watch. But people are clearly still watching The Simpsons. Yeah. And Apu's still some on. Some people are. Yeah, some people are. Some people certainly are. I know my so, brother is. Shout so, out if you're listening. Shout out. Shout outs to <laughs> shout outs. that person. People who are still still watching. So shout outs to my dad if he's listening. Yay. But so The Simpsons, a year after this documentary came out with uh, 
this comedian kind of saying like these these are my experiences with Apu. A lot of the things that he when talking to other um, Asian Americans, Indian Americans was that like because that was the only like person that resembled them on TV. Then, of course, in middle school and elementary school and even high school, people were calling them like Apu because it's like, that's Aww. that's who you are, right? You're just like him. You have the accent, right? Totally. <laughs> totally. That's fine to do. No, it it's not. in Wisconsin. But the most recent episode of The Simpsons is called No Good Read Goes Unpunished. And the plot line is one of the main plot lines is that. Uh, Lisa rediscovers these books that she read when she was a child and like looking back on them she realizes that they're older and thus have a lot of like harmful stereotypes and like really not cool things within them Um, and it's like how do you how do you reconcile that like can you still love that piece of media like do you have to like throw it away do you have to criticize it what do you what do you have to do Um, and in wrestling with this issue it's kind of it kind of came down to for some re- first of all for some reason lisa has a autographed copy of apu's headshot on her nightstand and in the convert yeah that <laughs> it was it was very convenient but in, i think that's the joke <laughs> that's the joke yeah uh, and in they that, were directly referencing that yeah yeah and in that conversation with marge uh, it kind of came down to, and eh, what are you gonna do about it? And it's like, is that the right way to address this kind of controversy? I think it's nice that they're acknowledging it, but I think they also could have ended it on a better note. Um, here's here's my general opinion. So it sucks that so many people were ridiculed because of Apu. But if you think about it, every character on The Simpsons is a stereotype. Not just Apu, but like Smithers is a stereotype of a gay man. And Reverend Lovejoy and Ned Flanders are stereotypes of Christians. And uh, Groundskeeper Willie is a stereotype of a Scottish person. Like everyone is a stereotype. And it just so happens that there was so little Indian and Asian representation in media that like Apu was the only person you could go off of and so when you're trying to like make friends with the the minority the Indian in your class and you're like hey like you're like Apu it's like I can see how that would totally become disheartening and you would grow to hate the character because that was the only representation you had so and and I know that they were like they were trying to be offensive because I, I I watched an interview with Hank Azaria who voices Apu but who also voices so many other characters on mm-hmm. The Simpsons and he uh, the the director Matt Groening asked him to like be even more offensive with it like Apu was just supposed to like be like the stereotype they were all meant to be the stereotype and whether or not that holds up now is definitely an interesting question because we've become more aware um and so there is that kind of idea of like should the simpsons get with the times but um i don't know it's definitely like a gray area i don't really have a defined answer because you could say the exact same thing with like well if you're if you were like super christian and you were watching the simpsons you could be like i don't really like how they represent 
Christian people, Christian people don't say, how are you diddly doing? And <laughs> stuff like <laughs> I that. <laughs> Hold up. Actually. Actually. Um, or like a Scottish person, person would be like, I don't rip my shirt off and play the bagpipe. So like ev- everyone gets mocked at in The Simpsons. It's just uh, whether or not that still holds up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe that that's how they handled it. Yeah, I think that that's incredibly dumb. It's like they have this whole episode discussing about how things uh, over time start to be beca- you start to notice things that mm-hmm. were weird and wrong in the things you loved when you were younger, and they they just they're just like eh, what can you do? Yeah, what can the, you do? Grandpa's just gonna say those things. You can't stop him. We it's can't like, stop Grandpa. Grandpa's unstoppable. <laughs> it's like that's not a good way to handle it. They, there are so many so many better ways they could have talked about it. Like, maybe they could have, I don't know, progressed uh, Apu's character mm-hmm. somewhat. Maybe, like, made him less of a stereotype. Like, maybe they could have had, like, Lisa realizes all the stuff and she could, like, go and learn more about Apu because she doesn't know anything about him mm-hmm. other than he's the guy at the corner store with the 18,000 children. Yeah, with the framed picture on her. Yeah, I mean, clearly stand. she's a big fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was one of the things that I thought, like, you can kind of shrug those things off when you're a show that's been on for so long, but that doesn't mean that you can't evolve. Um, like, on the picture of Apu, it said, like, his signature was, don't have a cow about it. Yeah. And it was kind of like, that felt kind of backhanded to me. Because um, I think that they made a good parallel within the episode itself. But it's, like, two different mediums we're talking about. We're talking about books that she read when she was younger that came out, like, before she was even born. And that's a media that is frozen in time. Like, there's not, like, new books that are coming out. Whereas... The Simpsons, there's new episodes coming out all the time. So they have the opportunity to evolve with the times unless they're saying that, like, the way Apu is is so ingrained in The Simpsons that if they were to change that, it would be, like, phony of them. But I liked the discussion in the Vox article I had us read for this episode that talked about, like, oh, well, wouldn't it be interesting if, like... Apu had um, evolved in some way like he was like you know I, I have I don't have this accent anymore I have an American accent I've been here for so long but everyone expects me to speak in this very affected accent and that's one of the things they talked about in the uh, the problem with Apu documentary is a lot of Indian actors when going into roles where they are playing like specifically an Indian person they're asked to up the accent they're asked yeah. to act more Aziz Indian sorry has said that yeah Men, like him doing a regular voice in Parks and Rec was like a like a gift yeah <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say regular but like an yeah. American accent yeah when he that whole thing with like Leslie, like where are you from? And it's like North Carolina. Like no, where are you really from? <laughs> and it's like my mother's womb in North Carolina. <laughs> Seriously, but I I do think that these kinds of stereotypes have backlash, and I think I don't know. It feels just kind of like a missed opportunity that the show had to do something clever other than being kind of like. Eh. Eh. It is still. Th- it's it's hard to it's hard for because if if they 
how, if they reinvent Apu's character, then they are going to get into like, well, what about Smithers? And what about, you know, all those other stereotypes? And it, I think the creators at some point have to draw a line and be like, okay, like, what what are we trying to do as a show? Are we trying to make a political statement? Or are we just trying to be funny? And I think, I guess in the end, they decided to go more towards yeah. the funny route, which is a creative decision. I guess not everything has to be political. I don't know. Yeah, it's better for things to not be political. I get tired of politics. Yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't like dealing with it all the time because it's all usually very depressing. It, yeah, it definitely gets depressing. <laughs> yeah. So with... And sometimes you just need something simple. Like, the stereotypes are very simple, easily digestible. It's like like frosted flakes. You know, (laughs) you you can have frosted flakes at any time. Can you? you, They they aren't very good for you, but they're they're easy to eat. And they're comfortable. It's nostalgic. And it's not just, like, Apu's stereotype, but all the other stereotypes on the show. Like, coincidentally, I was just working on a project where I had to where I m- mentioned a couple of stereotypes within The Simpsons, like the the, the donut-eating fat cop stereotype, mm-hmm. basically invented by The Simpsons. Now I don't that know. I think about it, yeah, where would that have come from other than, like, that's that's the only really instance other than shows that have come afterward that has come from that. And along with that, you have, like, uh, you have Krusty, who typically with the clown, because nowadays there are no actual clowns anymore, the the it's real just terrifying. It, it's it's just, all either all terror. It, it's all either horror clowns or you have crusty stereotype, which is like the jaded clown, mm. the jaded cynical uh, old man clown. Like uh, there, one of the clips I used was uh, him promoting Krusty Burger, and then like the camera stopped rolling, he spits it out, calls it filthy garbage, essentially. And I'm like, yep, you know that's that's normal. That's that's just his stereotype. And then with you know uh, Flanders. Flanderization is its own like thing. Where, Flanderization, where I he, love that. He gets more ri- he gets more ridiculous mm-hmm. and stereotypical as the seasons go on. True. And Noah is it's no people like it. It's it's to them it's just like it's comfortable. It's nostalgic. It's but, funny. That's all it's meant to really be. Yeah, and that but that doesn't really like excuse the fact that Apu is a stereotype, and like he's such a heavy stereotype. That has influenced yeah. people so much because, again, with the donut eating cop, like for the longest time, uh, going back to my dad, uh, he would always joke about cops being lazy, donut eating, coffee drinking, and the same way he has his he he sees all uh, not all a number of Indian Americans as the Apu stereotype, which is yeah. not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. Do you do you guys think there's there's a difference here though in the Simpsons stereotyping in that Apu is one of the only people of color on the show and that it's kind of a racial stereotype? It's yeah. very much tied with I think part of the moral of the story is that there needs to just be more representation across the board in general. Because think of it if it was, like, reverse. Think of it in a completely different world where white people are the minority. Let's just pretend. Um, and, I mean, uh, eventually. Yeah, eventually. We're getting there. Um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and, um, like, but pretend, like... The his, like in the history of the world, like the, it's all like white people are the minority. And Forget so the majority, colonization didn't happen. Yeah, and the, and the Simpsons exists, and it's all people of color. And then there's one, and, and Homer's the only white character. 
and or Flanders or yeah or, or any of yeah. the white ca- or Marge or like Bart and so if you um and and so if you can take that and you reverse it it would be like ugh, I hate Homer because that he makes it seem like all Americans are fat and they hate their jobs and they're stupid and like so it'd be like yeah I would hate Homer too if that was my only representation um and but that would then call for like well let's ha- let's put in a the Aziz and sorry of Homer. Let's, yeah. Let's mix it up, you know? So I think that really, I, I don't even really know if it's necessarily Apu's fault. Because whose fault, who, like, who else would we hate, you know? If, or who, like, not necessarily saying that I, like, hate Apu or, I mean, I love The Simpsons. It's a great show. Uh, or it was back in the day. <laughs> but, um, like, what, I, I derailed myself. What was I saying? Um, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> what was the thing? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I guess, like, a lot of people have identified, like, in that documentary, um, the problem with Apu, that, no, like, they love Apu because it is seeing yourself, at least a part of yourself, even if it's, like, a ridiculously caricatured part of yourself on TV. Yeah. And being able to identify with that. Whereas, but there is that he's the only one. Yeah. He's so- the. Yeah, like, I, I feel the same, like, I'm Jewish, and so, like, but, you know, Jewish is, it, 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 it being Jewish, it doesn't, like, encompass the, the whole of me, like, I could see a white character on TV and be like, yeah, that's me, but, like, when I do see a Jewish character, like, I don't know, more on Family Guy, even though he's in, in an incredible stereotype, I'm incredible. like, I'm like, hey, it's my man more, like, <laughs> it's, it's me. more, <laughs> um, or, uh, like, the Jewish kid in the, in it especially in the remake i went into that like i never even saw the original it and i'm just sitting there and all of a sudden there's a jewish kid reading from the tour and i'm like my bro my bro and they really didn't do much with the character outside of that but i was still like he's that's my bro (laughs) like this is a little bit off topic but didn't you tell me that like the thing that he was supposed to be memorizing for his bat mitzvah is oh. like super basic oh, and there's bar. no reason why but yeah the the prayer that he messes up in the movie it's like not even it's like he messes up like five words into the prayer and all jewish prayers start with like the same like 10 or so words and i'm like okay they didn't do their research on this because there's no jew it's, it's a big in budget hollywood film <laughs> You expect well, them to do research? Exactly. <laughs> what? There's research. so many Jews in Hollywood. You think one of them would been would have been like, hey, yeah, hey, wait a minute, there are. And it's like, hey, um, does anybody do any of the other Jews realize that this is literally the easiest prayer in the entire Jewish dictionary? And he's he's the son of a rabbi, right? That yeah. character. So, so it's, it's like, like he does, but that's a completely different. Anyway, Nevertheless, anyway. I loved seeing just having that representation. I was like, you know, they could have done better, but that's my that's my bro. That's yeah. my Jewish bro. And I would say, in like, I I feel that in shows where it's like the very few shows where that where that is reversed as a boring oatmeal white male. Uh, in like with Steven Universe, I relate a lot to Greg. Greg. Greg Greg is great because he's like he's a caring father. He has no idea what he's doing, but he's doing his best. Mm-hmm. And that's all he can really do. And I have I, I connect with that because I'm also a fat person trying to do what they can in society. And also be a rock star, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my goal. You ha- you have a single that like went super famous and you're rich from that now. Eventually. Eventually. It's gonna happen at some point on w- the once, timeline. Once my vapor core mixtape drops. <laughs> oh man. Can't wait for that. Let's do it. 
Oh my gosh. But yeah, a lot of the discourse on Apu, especially after, first of all, like one of the main writers um, before this last episode premiered, it was like, okay, get ready for the premiere of the episode at this time. And then total Twitter hellstorm at act three. Cause, <laughs> so they anticipated this to not necessarily go over well with everyone the way that they've handled I mean, Apu. The fact that they did even acknowledge it, though, I mean, at least means that they they saw it and they're listening. They could have just been like, oh, well, we're just not going to talk about this. But yeah. they at least did try to bring it up. Yeah. And, and, and the way that they did bring it up might... I guess they re- they came to the conclusion that maybe a lot of people aren't going to like this, but I guess that's just, you know, the creative decision they made. And yeah. it, was, it was a publicity stunt. I did, it kind of. I mean, we're it, talking about The Simpsons again. Because, like, it. when was the last time you really, like, discussed The Simpsons? Because The Simpsons is, like, just that thing that's there. Like, it's in you, the background It's at all always times. there. You know it's there, and you don't actively participate in it, but occasionally you'll be walking around, it'll be on the TV, and you're like, oh, hey, that's The Simpsons. And then you just keep walking. No one even talks about The Simpsons anymore, and here we are having a podcast about it because they intentionally decided to poke the bear to try and get people to start caring about The Simpsons because in reality, I'm sure, I'm certain, like, ratings are dropping. Oh, yeah. But that's just, like, Fox as a whole. Yeah. I think uh, ratings are not doing so hot. Does, or TV as a whole. Does <laughs> Disney now own The Simpsons then? Was that, yes. Was the merge... Was the merger confirmed? Because I thought it was, like, on hold because it was like, well, maybe they can't do that because that's too big of a... I mean, I think that should be the case, but I don't know if that is the case in this day and age anymore. At least give Disney the X-Men back, please. (laughs) That's true. true. That's true. I I would be pretty happy if we we had more X-Men movies that are, like, actually well-produced in the future. Please. Please. Simpsons. Please. But, yeah, so, so it is... It is like one of those things that like South Park continues to be relevant because they continue to bring up controversial things. And they were kind of like, especially during this last election, like everyone was expecting a lot from South Park, but they were like, we just don't want to talk about it. South Park, however, also has the luxury of having really short animation times. They make episodes really fast. It took a Simpsons a year to come out with. The, the response to the documentary because it takes a, about a year for each episode of The Simpsons to be made. Yeah. I don't know. It just... So so there's a lot of, like, after the Twitter, it essentially people were boiling down the response to Apu isn't meant to be offensive or if it is, kind of get over it um, because it's always been there. Like Bill, Bill Mather, who... Maher. There's no T. It always sounds like there should be a T. Who usually is kind of like... He he's like PC but not PC. I don't know how else to ex- explain him, but um, you know he kind of said, "Stop being surprised every time you watch an old TV show or movie and find some of the ideas that in it are old." But it's like The Simpsons, like as a whole, is old, but the new episodes are not because they're new episodes. So it, it's it's really one of those things that right now that's like on the fence. I don't I don't know. There was if you spend your time combing through old TV shows to identify stuff that by today's standards looks bad, you're not woke, you're just a douchebag. But it's like again, this is a new episode. I don't and people have been pointing out, you know, Apu for for a long time. Um, it kind of comes down to a lot of people are saying, you know, like you can say that it's not meant to be offensive, but you know, like 
I was asked if I owned a Quickie Mart or, you know, it just thinking about someone trying to do that accent, like a white person doing that accent in real life. My dad. With like in front of like an Indian person, an Indian American, would that, that would that go over? Like, oh my gosh, wait, that episode of The Office when they did like, like the signs on their foreheads, oh, yeah. and Kelly slapped Michael because he was being like a stereotypical Indian American like uh, corner store owner, and he was like, buy like did the, I don't even want to buy do my googie googie. Yeah, and she slapped one. him, and it was like, oh my gosh. That that definitely was the office pushing it, and but it was like Michael Scott, so we kind of come to expect some things like that from him. <laughs> but it's just like, outs again outside of animation, I don't think a lot of these things would fly, and I don't think that if The Simpsons was a relatively new show that came up with this character, do you think that it would still The Simpsons wouldn't even be made today because it's not. It doesn't push the edge enough, and it's and it's also it's like an adult cartoon, but it's not doing anything. I mean, The Simpsons was the original adult cartoon, as I mentioned before. Everything came off of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So, if The Simpsons was made today, in the, it, let's pretend like it w- didn't come out in the '80s, but cartoons still develop like they did. Like it, it just it wouldn't. It would barely even be noted. It would be like. It would be like Big Mouth. Remember Big Mouth? Oh, oh. no. On Netflix. Yeah. Oh, and like no. every, and people were like, oh my God, Big Mouth, they're tackling all these things that like, oh, they're like puberty and periods and oh my God, like they're being so edgy. And it's like, you guys know that so- South Park did everything Big Mouth did like 10 years earlier, right? Like, and I don't really hear anybody like praising or talking about Big Mouth lately anymore. Like, kind of exploded on the scene and then just kind of fizzled out. I know it's getting a season two, but I've never really heard anyone be like, oh my gosh, Big Mouth is like so original and unique and different. Because the show is terrible. Oh yeah. And it's and, ugly. Oh, oh, it's so ugly. That's the but thing like, that I like can't get past. Yeah. I don't want to look at them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but that's the, th- if, like, that's the thing. If The Simpsons came out today, I think it wouldn't garner as much attention because it's just like... Oh, another it's 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 tame in by comparisons, but right now it just like holds seniority. It's one of the longest running shows in America, mm-hmm. like ever. Yeah, it's again, it's like Grandpa. I mean, Grandpa, he, he, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he sits in his chair. He watches his westerns. He's but he still has authority, even though like everything he says is basically irrelevant because he's a decrepit old man. These old white dudes that are so irrelevant, and yet somehow they control everything. Yeah, but he has seniority <laughs> because he's been there, he's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons is kind of like that. And with, if The Simpsons were to come out now, uh, exactly the same as it is, if like the most recent season was the first season, Ooh. I feel like it would be canceled after I one still season. Don't know why it hasn't? I'm I'm sorry to Simpsons lovers, but like. It's 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 a little tiny bit of a dead horse. Yeah. It it might just be like 
again seniority at this point that's keeping it alive it's like how dare you cancel the Simpsons you don't want to be the guy that says like we can't do the Simpsons it must be making like mad merch or something merchandising definitely I mean how many how many cakes have you bought that say eat pant on them (laughs) oh my god (laughs) we we just we just saw that on our on the oh that's totally unrelated on the caking with Tina Fey Uh on SNL yeah that Definitely eat eat the cake versus eat the shorts. I mean, there is like the reemergence of like taking like Simpsons like and making like weird memes or like Simpsons wave or Simpsons oh, yeah. wave. Yeah, that that whole thing like Marge in the best anime fights. Like yes. that image of Marge like she's dancing and it. The entirety of steamed hams that I still don't understand. But you know what? It's fine because there is some been some insanely good videos that have come out of it. I think, I think, um, I think the Simpsons doesn't get enough credit for what it did back in the day. It it brought forth a whole new genre of adult animation, and it even propelled like some new like animation traditions. For example. Nancy Cartwright, who voices Bart, women didn't ever really do that that much before then. Like right nowadays, it's pretty common for women to voice little boys. Um, but Nancy Cartwright was like one of the first women ever to voice a boy. And I even saw her interview where she was like, well, I was originally there to uh, to audition for Lisa. And I was watching all the men uh, audition for Bart. And it was all kind of the same thing. So I asked M- Matt Groening, is it OK if I audition for Bart? And he was like, well, that's unusual, but sure. And she got up there and she was like, my name is Bart Simpson. What the hell do you want? And like Matt Groening instantly knew, like, yep, that's Bart, like just immediately. And so, like, that started that kind of tradition. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can thank The Simpsons for. But um, there's also, I guess, ways that it could grow in the modern world. But also maybe it doesn't want to because it's like we're just going to be doing our own thing and nobody watches us anymore anyways. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's maybe it's it's kind of unfortunate that it's now becoming more known for like the faux pas that it does more in like the modern age than it has in its own golden age, like being like remembered for all the really good like Treehouse of Horror episodes, whereas now it's oh, like... gosh, yeah, those were uh, amazing. They're kind of like, eh, no, now. No beer and no TV make Homer go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, those were gr- like, those were like very original parodies, especially in a time where that was like a very high form of comedy. Like, remember like early YouTube, everyone was doing like parodies of different things versus like necessarily original content. But it worked for the time. <laughs> Certainly. It was great for the time. But now it's like, yeah, who who is the demographic for The Simpsons today? My dad. Yeah, Tanner's honestly, dad. Older people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just Tanner's dad. I, I mean, don't think yeah. he, I don't think he even watches The Simpsons to be honest. Oh, man. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure my brother's still watching. He's like in his early 30s. Do you, do you guys think that The Simpsons is being kept alive out of just nostalgia? Yeah. Yes. I think that I think the same reason for like SpongeBob being kept alive. Yeah. SpongeBob is another example of a dead horse that needs to die. I bet it's a lot of merchandising that keeps SpongeBob alive too. Oh, because for it's sure. Like, that's and the so fact easy. that like it gets regular views on YouTube, despite the fact that it's like it's seasons one through three that get regu- regular views and like get talked about on YouTube. We're just here for the memes, guys. <laughs> 
that's all, that's all anything is. We can't handle. Full oh yeah, and the memes—that's yeah. the other thing. <laughs> the memes. The memes. SpongeBob is a meme machine, and we just talked about that in class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still think one of the most like weird facts of life that there will ever be for me is that like right now in the zeitgeist of memes and maybe it's old now because it's been like a week but like the two <laughs> Spongebob memes like where Spongebob is like leaning against a rock and like oh, yeah. sighing because he's tired and then Patrick like which came before but like Patrick looking down like evilly oh, those yeah. are back to back within yeah. that scene uh-huh. and that's just like so amazing to me that's like we're we're getting down to it that we're like picking apart scene by scene to get new Spongebob memes and, uh, like the, the the sinister Mental. Patrick meme is like <laughs> I love it. The, the line he was saying was, I've got you now, SpongeBob. Like, but if people have just taken that into like like horror movie level atrocities. Like the three D recreation. You see that? Oh no. Somebody did like a three D rendering of uh, that Patrick image. But they've they're known for doing really terrifying three D renderings. Like they did a three D rendering of Ed Ed and Eddie. Oh and no! I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I can't sleep because of that video. I see it. I see it in my mind, and I can't do it anymore. Oh no! I think Ed and Nettie is a good example of like a show that had its run and then it stopped. Yeah. It didn't. It. I feel like even toward the end there in later seasons where they were like going to school, whereas previously everything had been like outside of school, like it just been summer. Ambiguously summer. Um, it started to kind of push it. Yeah. But. It stopped. They had a great season finale. Yeah. <laughs> With the brother. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Spoiler yeah. Alert. Yeah. <laughs> if you had seen brother. a season finale that came out in 2009. Yeah, oh please, guys. I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, like, how how do you guys think that shows that have been on for so long, like, how, how do you stop? It's kind of like a train that just keeps going. Like, it's built up so much momentum. How, how do you find an end? There's the tacky way to do it where you say... Oh, it was all just a character's dream. Stop! No, you I hate that. that. You do that, and then you can start a whole remake. You can start a whole new series. I can see the Hollywood executives now. Yeah, basically, what X Men did. Said they just like went back in time to fix everything. It's, it's, yep. It's all just. It, it was all just. It was, it was all just Maggie's dream. You see, Maggie's now grown up, and here we are. Here we are. Uh, here's yeah, the reboot is Maggie's world, and we still never hear her speak. Oh my gosh. She's she's actually a mute. That's gosh. the big twist. I, I, well, well, Maggie's a stereotypical mute person. I don't really like that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I do. That was a joke. Sorry. They're, yeah. No. <laughs> they're. I mean, they're just. At this point, there has to be a way to just end and i want there to be a way to end the simpsons gracefully i remember at some point there was like uh, a bit that's always like picture like screenshots are taken of it all the time of like watching everyone age and like lisa like had a oh. boyfriend then lisa had a girlfriend then lisa had two girlfriends yeah. and then she married Milhouse. i remember that episode it was um it was like a one of those i think it was like a christmas episode yeah and they just went through those snapshots really fast mm-hmm. that's not the first time they've jumped ahead in the future though they've done it a couple times yeah i mean uh like the vox article pointed out like if these characters were to have aged then like marge and homer would be in their 60s like they'd be and like people would be like in call co- like past college age for sure 
like maggie would be out in the world being a rock star apparently she becomes like the next lady gaga it seems like yeah uh, yeah um the simpsons uh, can still tell stories in college though because lisa does go to college she's just like eight years old and yeah that's fine whoa you're eight (laughs) yeah wow that's normal (laughs) that's totally fine yeah yeah it's there really aren't that many examples of shows that have been on as long as The Simpsons. So it's kind of hard to be like, well, this show did it this way. Like, there's a lot of shows out there that have still been going on for a long time, like that are on their ninth season or something like that. Where we're, yeah, I was just thinking Supernatural. Third, okay, it got renewed for a 14th season. Oh, and I just want them to die. Like, that's <laughs> the, like, literally, it's because I love them. And I know the only way to satisfyingly end that series would be for the two principal yeah. characters we're, to die. We're talking about Scooby Natural, right? Because this is Animation Atium. <laughs> yeah. And Supernatural is a live action show. So that happened. I think. <laughs> yeah. I know people have said the same thing about SpongeBob and even. Even some about the Fairly Odd Parents, although I think oh, that fair, might fair. finally be wrapping up. Fairly Odd Parents, they should have just stopped when somebody in the green room was like, "Okay, we're gonna put a baby in here." Yeah, that's when you. Poof that's when you end the, the season. death of the Fairly Odd Parents. But, but, Fairly Odd Parents was revolutionary, guys, because it had M Preg in it. It had Cosmo was pregnant. You know poof. what? That was, Revolutionary. What, that, that was what made me stop the show. To be, <laughs> I could not. I was like too mature already. I was like 10 when that episode came out. And I was so like, I can't. I, I can't deal with this. And then Timmy, like, I'm like, how is this birthing situation going to work out as a 10-year-old? And then Timmy, like, waves his wand. And he's like, I wish Kondo would have his baby. And then they waves the wand and there's you the baby. You do a good Timmy voice. Uh, thank way. you. And um, it's like, really, that's how we solve the issue. Like, there was this. no emergency cesarean section or anything. <laughs> it was, you it see, was that, just, that, we begin I wish be- and it was born and it, I hate, and Poof was so annoying. All right, I know we're way off topic. But um, there is no easy answer because there really hasn't been a show on as long as The Simpsons. Yeah. Really, it just needs to it just needs to go to sleep. Go sleep. Put, put Never sleep. wake up. And if you really want to keep making Simpsons merch, make a spinoff. There you go. You know what the solution no, is? Just let you it make... die. <laughs> let it die. Well, you're you're thinking from the uh, from the perspective of like somebody who actually cares about the medium as an art. I'm thinking of the perspective of a Hollywood hack. <laughs> so what you do to solve the situation right. is you create a spinoff from the perspective of Apu. Uh, okay. Growing up in America. Okay. As like an immigrant. And you solve all of these issues they have through that spinoff series. It lasts three seasons. No one watches it, but it makes a lot of money. Amazing. That's how you solve the problem. If you're listening, that's how you solve. Fox 21st <laughs> Century ex- executives, Fox 20th Century, whatever. If you're listening, uh, I only want to be paid in Wendy's coupons. So just <laughs> mail them to me. But would it succeed? Because remember the Cleveland Show spinoff? Only oh no, I wouldn't. <laughs> it, it it will go on. It was pretty short lived, but it won't be successful. Yeah, I mm, I have various opinions on spinoffs. I like the idea of spinoffs a lot, but again, I mean, it does can be Cora. Like Cora, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Cora was a spinoff more like a spiritual? Su- I wasn't a spirit. It was literally a successor. Yeah, I guess it Sp- spirit- was. More it was spiritually as spiritual. well because <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. Uh, good, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. But yeah, it's it's really hard. There's a lot of problems with The Simpsons, and I think 
Apu and various other stereotypes are one of those problems that need to be addressed maybe in a more graceful way than what they what they did because it felt especially like with the don't have a cow like that also felt like an Indian joke because like cows are sacred oh, in India. It's it, 100%. It, yeah, it, it felt a little backhanded. But The Simpsons for what it was, I think should be respected as like it it did establish like adult animation for like what we know it as today and it launched a lot of people's careers inside of animation mm-hmm. and you know then we got Futurama from Matt we Gronick. We have mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien without That's true. And I Love Conan O'Brien. He's just a saying. great man. He's he great. went to Israel. He's my homeboy. Homeboy. He's a good man. Homeboy. But yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure. There's no one solution to these problems um, other than I think that the show has room to evolve with the times, especially. And I don't think it can claim to, I guess, be like, oh, what do you expect? Like, we've been on since the 80s and it's like that just means that you haven't learned anything since then that's always been my stance when it comes to it's like what do you expect like grandpa of course grandpa's going to be racist it's like grandpa lived through all these decades and never learned anything um, uh, am I supposed to respect that no grandpa no stop, grandpa Simpson stop, grandpa <laughs> Grandpa Simpson but um but yeah I mean until the end of the Simpsons someone's going to watch Maybe that's me. Maybe every now and then. Daniel Radcliffe was in an episode recently again. Who ha- I feel like I've he's like I think he's the one Simpsons fan that's like keeping it going. Like he's like <laughs> privately funding it with all his Harry Potter money because he, <laughs> he would. That's he, a Daniel Radcliffe yeah, thing. Like in a lot of interviews, he's like, "I love the Simpsons. I love the Simpsons so much. I was so excited to be in a couple episodes." Like. It's just going to come down to just Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, when I when I get rich and successful, I'll fund Steven Universe so they there can finally go. bring it back on air. Can we like oh. actually With no more hiatuses? Can we have and no some more plot? filler? And no, no more, more filler? filler. Actually, you know what? I want to bring back Code Lyoko. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I support you fully, Tanner. Oh, my God. That's not actually going to happen because Code Lyoko is a terrible television show. You mean Ulrich forever. <laughs> Tanner, you have to do me a favor. So this this is my last episode as the host of the Animation A-Team after I, I don't know how long I've been doing this, three years. You have to have a Code Lyoko episode in the future. Please have a Please. Code Lyoko if episode. I, whoever the next host is... Uh, may you know? May, I, I don't think I'll go for it. Maybe I will. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Mayhaps. Uh, I want to talk about Code Lyoko. Why not? Why did we so, never? Oh, daily. It's I so know. interesting. It's and a it's also beautiful disaster. <laughs> it's a mess. I recently saw a screenshot of like the coach from there, and it was like in the animated version, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Jim. And he was like, "You guys have been reading too many of those Japanese mangoes." <laughs> And I don't uh, think he was like doing the Asian eye thing, but the way the screen cap looked, I think he was just rubbing his eyes, but it made it look like he was doing like. Oh my god! Uh, I don't care what you say though; it has the best opening theme song of all time. It has some of the best soundtrack. That's just like dun, dun. here we are going far to save all. It's French, that we right? Love. It's a French anime. It's a French anime. Yeah. 
and it's it's a perfect balance of 3D animation and <laughs> terrible 2D 3D animation, and awkward 2D animation. Some some midriff showing from uh, not just Ooh, midriff. Yeah. Those girls actually got half naked. That's like, true. In, in all the time, in underwear all the time, all and the they were time. like 14. I mean, I was. Just, I can't believe uh, they let that air on Cartoon Network. They, there was an episode where I'm pretty sure both uh, Yumi and Ulrich, like they were trapped in like a, oh, a sauna. Yeah, I know, and they, they were like dying of heat. Both, they had to basically both get naked. Yeah, while yeah, and but like they sat. Oh, I I was like so into that episode because like Yumi wore there like was, a turtleneck. Yeah, there was so and, much sexual tension. And, and in that he was like, episode. "You can take it off. I won't look." And so they're like sitting back to back, and it I was, was like, "Oh my god!" It's, it was a beautiful moment. This is not I was related like, to the I was like nine. I was like, "Am I allowed to watch this?" Now I want to talk about Code Lyoko. <laughs> sexual tension in my <laughs> cartoons. This was a Cartoon Network. It was hosted. It was on a block hosted by a robot remote. Oh, oh my gosh! Tsunami. No, it was. Uh, it was. What's it called? It wasn't Toonami, was it? it no, was, it was like a it was like a daytime cartoon. Yeah, block. and it was like there was like a girl and yeah, a monster was, blob. Yeah, there was monster blob, and the re- the remote was named Remo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that called? I don't remember what that oh, was man. called. Darn I'm it. I'm spacing. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, guys. <laughs> anyway, guys. Sorry. Final Look episode. forward to future episodes where we discuss sexual tension in our children's <laughs> cartoons. We we discuss probably uh, Teen Titans getting a live action movie instead of the proper animated ending that it deserves. Wait, is that um, happening? That's happening. Yes, I'll happening. show I'll show you some pictures. It looks amazing. Um, it looks incredible. Beast Boy looks like okay, one of the it Power Rangers. Okay, is a reboot though? Like a, like not a reboot reboot but like a sequel to it's the original? Been- it's been teased. It's been said oh on corners of the internet. My life is but Teen Titans, its influence. I'm sure at some point someone's got to talk about Avatar: The Last Airbender again because this fall there's a sequel graphic novel series coming out. <gasps> um, we get some more story about Aang and the gang. I thought the they ga- were Aang. done. Oh, that, they're never gonna be done. That's great. <laughs> Thank you for laughing, Tanner. <laughs> that validates me so what, much. What was, was, it, what um, was the joke? The Aang and the gang. The gang. Yeah, I heard that I, one already. Okay. <laughs> you mean the gong? The gong. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, version. Why you should not do live action versions of cartoon shows and <laughs> all the and all that's happening in anime. I mean, there's there's a lot of controversy happening right now with like Darling and the Franks, and I also love that Kanye is very clearly introducing the Kardashians to the world of anime, and I love it. I love Kanye. I love Kanye. I also Kanye, hate Kanye. I love I mean, even Kanye loves and hates Kanye. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we're all on the same level in terms of affection toward Kanye. With Kanye, anyway, this has been the Animation A Team. I'm I'm so glad for all these fun times that we've had mm-hmm. in the podcast lounge I'll miss and it. all the interesting things when we've glad been able. This was our last episode. It was yeah. a fun one. I'm, I'm really glad for all the interesting things that we've been able to talk about and that we have a lot to talk about because there is a lot of animation coming out. And more and more l- every day. Yeah, more and more. And oh, that yes. um, anime is becoming increasingly kind of mainstreamed. Yes. And more and more every although day. I, I try not to be a weeb, but I feel, I feel more comfortable being like, hey, what are you watching this season? And knowing that people will understand that I'm asking about anime instead of like live action TV shows because those are for losers and then they say they're watching a really weird show about a guy dating his sister and you're like oh no (laughs) no I'm not as big a fan as that getting mainstreamed but 
there's cute stuff. There's cute stuff. There's cool stuff. There's there's brand new worlds of animation. 3D animation is getting so much better. It's working so well. Um, I will always love the world of hand-drawn, but I'm looking forward to what happens in the future. And though you won't hear my commentary on that, you will always hear some kind of commentary about animation here at Byte BSU. You can find us here on Twitter, on Facebook, on ByteBSU.com, on SoundCloud, at the Ball State Daily, as well as iTunes. Be sure to follow. Uh, and this has been my final podcast as host as of the Animation A-Team. I've been your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today was... Tanner Kinney. And... Courtney Tuckman. Also her final podcast, but I was never cool enough to be host. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Fine. But uh, it's been a journey, guys. Thanks for joining us on it. And be sure to tune in next semester where we will return with all your animation news and commentary. Thanks, guys.